I can, like, talk to this, can I? Hello and good evening. It is um, November 11th, 2021, and we just finished watching Star Trek Prodigy, the uh, fourth episode of the first season, titled Dreamcatcher. But we're just getting started here on Live Long and Podcast. I'm Dave Mater, coming at you with Star Trek and TV and movie reviews. Um, I'm joined with uh, some amazing podcasters that, to break this episode down tonight. A couple that I'm in cat boots with. We got <laughs> Davin Skellhorn from Locutors of Trek. Rebooted. It's nice to meet you both for the first time. <laughs> yes, of course. And we also have Jessica Chan with us. How are you doing, there, Jessica? Good. Good, good. I know it was a hectic day trying to get everybody in place to make sure we, <laughs> yeah. we, we could... We could see the episode, get kids to bed, get it all, yeah. it all squared away. So we're, uh, but I'm glad actually it worked out actually starting at this time this week because, uh, yeah, there was a lot going on in my own life too. So uh, I'm glad we're all here to, to talk about this episode and, uh, and just, you know, not to bury the lead here. Um, I really enjoyed this. I don't know how you guys felt. Uh, I, we, 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 we all kind of got together about 10 seconds before we went live here. So the, the reactions are fresh. The uh, we're, we're all we're, we're this is live. It's raw. And um, and we're going to get into it. Uh, so the, the fourth episode, but, the, you know, the first episode is kind of a two parter and kind of all condensed together. So I still kind of it's the third week we've been together talking about this in a row. Uh, we're here streaming live on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitch, or you might be hearing us on the audio version. Uh, we, you know, comment on what you thought about the episode. Tell us what, how, how you're liking Star Trek Prodigy so far. Uh, one of the, the, I guess, the newest show, the, you know, the newest addition to this franchise. Let's go over to Jessica first. Uh, Jessica, what did you think of Dreamcatcher? Yeah, it was, uh, it, it was a good episode. It kind of reminded me a little of an X-Files episode uh, with, the, yeah. with the killer mushroom. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it was good. It was exciting. A little more danger than I expected at this point in the season. Um, but still, like, a, I think a good, like, a good story and also still, like, I enjoyed that like things aren't coming together too easily for this crew. There's still, you know, lots to learn, uh, lessons to be learned. And uh, yeah, I really like this episode. Yeah, me too. I really, this was, uh, I was the, the most engaged with this one. Um, Davin, um, should we have known there was going to be trouble from them going to the Herogen system? Should that have been a red herring off the bat? I was expecting Herogen the entire time. And yeah. that didn't happen, but... I kept saying that. I'm like, Jane, like they're heading out on the planet. And I looked over at my partner and I said, uh, they're going to get uh, stormed by Herogen any minute here. Why is this Janeway yeah. hologram? Who Janeway should know, should know better. Even a hologram Sending these children out on this to be hunted by the Herogen, you know. But, but you know, might I just say it was a little inconsiderate of uh, CBS to put those first two episodes together because it's going to make our lives difficult here for the next <laughs> few weeks yes it's a little bit confusing and they didn't yeah, really this, we have think about podcasts. us poor podcasters when they made that decision now did they? 
well. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's well, it's yeah. Oh, they, well. They, I don't know. They they decide the order. Like what ep- this is titled episode uh, four, and uh, this is our first cliffhanger because we don't get a a, a a a finale in this episode. We're sort of left. The crew is trapped on the planet. The protostar seems like it's going to be eaten by this evil fungus plant thing. Whatever is going on on this planet. Uh, we know this is the Herogen system. We don't specifically know this is the Herogen homeworld, I guess. Uh, it could be another planet that's in the, the, the system. Um, although it'd be odd to go... Exp- I don't know. Janeway was like, this is what you do when you're in Starfleet. And so we, we, we're continuing to see this... Um, this trend and we're, we're getting more, you know, we kind of, we were figuring this out last week too, but this episode and what this show is, is really teaching kids what Star Trek is sort of about uh, one little thing at a time. Uh, just to bring it down here. Um, uh, also, this time. Also acknowledging it's Remembrance Day. It is Veterans Day in the United States. Uh, so uh, yeah, I got my little poppy emoji here to uh, to come oh. in here. But yeah, like so uh, Janeway. Uh, well, OK, so, you know, what are they going to do with this ship now that they're sort of on the run? Uh, they last week, I'd say, was kind of about them, like figuring out that they don't know everything. They need to sort of, they do need to kind of listen to Janeway a bit, the Janeway hologram. Um, and that there, there's expectations because, you know, they're supposed to be cadets. And since you are cadets. She sounds like she doesn't really, she knows. Yeah, know. that's what it seems like to me. She's like, she knows what's up, but she's not saying anything. Yeah. This was a good Janeway episode. Yeah. No, I agree. She and my favorite in by far so far. To echo yeah, your sentiments. Yeah, I, I, I'm with you. You know, like it was. Uh, uh, I uh, the crew is growing on me. Uh, I, I am starting to see, and there, and there's some really like strong, important messages that they're putting out there. Uh, of course, they got some humor. They got some lightness to it. Uh, you know, like the, I like you know that Dal, Dal Rel, Dal. Um, you know, maybe the worst captain of them all, but he's growing. Captain's log. Star date. I don't know. I don't know. <sighs> uh, you know, he likes wonder. He, he's kind of like, you know, kicking back. He's just kind of happy to be out of the, uh, of the, what's it called? Um, the Tors Valora. The mining planet, the the Rura Pente, um, you know, and, uh, and and staying away from the Diviner is kind of really his only main objective. But he's got to uh, he's got to keep the Janeway hologram at bay, you know. No need. I need to get the adults involved. <laughs> That's right. You know, just just uh, he's got to you know. He, there's a couple of things, and uh, and Janeway, you know, saying it's protocol. You're you're meant to explore. It's protocol for Federation ships to explore new worlds and document their findings. That's what your job is, guys. And he's like, and most of the crew, except for Dal, is, you know, pretty much with it. Of course, we had Gwyn, who's not really, I don't know. She's not really part of the crew yet, but they're starting to head in that direction. We know, I, we suspect that she will eventually sort of become a full-fledged member. But right now, she's still sort of this um, prisoner. Um, and so they head out to the planet and, uh, you know, they are going, they get tricorders. They get their phasers. Um, and, uh, and they get this vehicle, uh, Jessica, were you, um, what were you thinking about when they were going on this, this like away mission? This is their first away mission. Where were you, where were you taking away from it? Uh, 
Yeah, it, it was good. It was a good show, like to show that they're still not all they're not really a crew yet. They all kind of wandered off and poor Rock was left by herself. <laughs> poor thing. <laughs> uh, I did like the I like Jank and Pog reminding <laughs> a bit of Galaxy Quest. He's like, I'm not taking out this one. You don't know what is in this air. <laughs> like <laughs> is it breathable? I don't know. I don't trust it. I'm like, yeah, that's yeah. right, Pog. You be suspicious. <laughs> I'm with him. You know, it's it, it's not it's if you can if you can handle the suit, if it's not gonna, you know, it's uh like I often think they're in Star Trek, Davin, they're often a little bit too quick to say, We don't need helmets, we don't need breathers, we, you know. Um Starfleet is incredibly how do you smell, though? That's what I wanted to know. Because <laughs> later on he smells the stew. How? And also how did the spores affect him? Because he had a helmet. I was very but confused. He, he seemed to have the visor <laughs> open, though. Mostly, he was oh, more wearing. He? The, oh, well, then. He was more wearing the suit for fashion. Okay. Well, it saved him from a couple of those stink bombs, didn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Ah, the joys of being non-corporeal. Yeah. <laughs> that was a good moment. Yeah, the gas. Uh, you know, like why do you like the whole? Sorry, carnivorous plant angle. That's kind of right up my alley. As soon as they. Uh, scanned the soil and said there was no nutrients in the soil i was like oh carnivorous plants here we go <laughs> right there was yeah that was kind of why janeway said like it's curious there's no sentient life here this planet is full of like some kind of silica based plants and then uh they're they're kind of figuring out uh there's no nutrients in the soil there's there's kind of a mystery here but they're they're also green and they don't really know what they're doing that they you know it's it's not going so well um and uh they i don't know i think they maybe somebody should have stayed behind other than murph um <laughs> with uh with with janeway uh murph will keep me company i guess that's the learning process right is there you know they're all in it for like what they want to experience and what they want to do. They all just wanted to get off the ship. So they don't really think things through that much. <laughs> no, you know, Janeway kind of just nudges them in a direction and they kind of go for it. Yeah. Um, you know, so it's like, oh yeah, we got to go explore. We got to, we have these duties to do. But what I really liked was like uh, one of the lines here from Janeway, where she's just like, and look out for each other. Look out for each other. Emotional <laughs> hologram. Aww. You know, uh, like, I think that that th these are the important messages, I think, that Star Trek, um, I take away from them, like what it means to be part of a crew, what it means to be part of a ship like this. Um, and I think that uh, I really am enjoying uh, Kate Mulgrew in this role. And um, uh, as she's like the teacher, she's like the Star Trek teacher mm -hmm. to the kids. I, I think it was smart. Uh, any I, I'm sensing agreement. From the, from the now, panel. correct me if I'm wrong. Based on where we started, which seemed to be on the edge of the uh, Delta Quadrant, where it borders with the Alpha the and Beta, beta quadrant. Quadrants, yeah. This teacher hologram is sending them deeper into Del the Delta Quadrant if they're in Herogen space now. That, uh, that would, yeah, I would agree with you on that. That seems to be like the case. I, I don't know exactly where the Herogen system is in the Delta Like you just but, assumed that they're like heading towards the Federation, but like they don't seem to be. I, I no. think Dal didn't want her to. She suggested that and and then mm. that. So and then she was like, no, 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 no. So Yeah, I know. He's like, they own this ship. They're just going to take it away from us if we head in that direction. So we're going to yeah. explore Janeway. Sure, whatever you need. Let's not get the adults involved and let me keep my ship. So he's he's he's, he's constantly like trying to negotiate with the Janeway hologram. On like, if I do some Starfleet stuff, will you let me kind of just do my own thing? 
Yeah. Uh, Hologram is just like, I hope the Borg rebuilt those transwarp conduits. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, uh, the uh, the whole like so once they get off the ship and they start like, investigating the um the the like the mystery, uh you know like there was a bit of an earlier scene with Gwyn where you know she kind of uh, reminds Dal that you know hey we I thought we were friends and what about under different circumstances and whatever he's like whatever I don't know like he's not too hung up on that it seems like right now uh, they they're not in cat boots. I knew you were in cat boots. Yeah, she's so. Um, they left the we see, cat boots back at the mining planet. Poor kitty. She, yeah, she hasn't shown herself to be too trustworthy, though. So, I mean, I don't, I don't know that either of them is in the wrong because she, she's been trying to contact her dad at every opportunity. Yes, and yeah. Dreadnought and everything else, and we see some, we see more of her powers tonight uh, in this like jailbreak where she can, she has that metallic substance that she uses sort of as an armband sometimes mostly as a sword it becomes uh and we see like sort of her it's like, i guess it's like a telekinetic power or something like that where she's able to kind of summon it from it i guess they didn't she was waiting for a time like this where she would be sort of not under as much uh guard and uh and she gets out pretty quickly um and she overrides the janeway hologram and she takes completely over and uh it's not looking too good because the janeway hologram is like stands up to her at first and says no uh you're the prisoner and you we won't allow you to take over this ship and she's like oh yeah boop, 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 boop. uh and then janeway holograms kind of taken over those holograms I'm starting to think you're you were in prison for more than the flu or whatever she says. To me. <laughs> yeah. It's more than just that space flu or whatever. Yeah. Um, You're actually a bit nefarious, aren't you? Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. And she's like, well, they're not the, the captains either. Um, and, uh, and she contacts uh, Dreadnought right away, though, you know, the progeny. I am coming for you, my progeny. Always coming. My brain like, oh. hears prodigy every time because that's what the show is called. Every time he says that, I'm like, prodigy, what? Oh, progeny. Yeah. Progeny. My prodigy. Um, my prodigy. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, come on, Gwen. We this is already a tough mission. You're making it worse. <laughs> they've they've made it so clear that she's gonna switch sides at some point. You're almost just kind of like, come on, just come on, and just ready. just you need to get there, Gwyn, so we can yeah. kind of move on. But <laughs> yeah, but they're uh, they're they're not doing it as quickly uh, as they did like on Voyager, where it was like, okay, we got the Maquis and we got the Starfleet crew, and like basically by the end of the pilot, they're all like one crew in Starfleet uniforms together, um, and it's kind of it's. Like, look, you know, it was kind of like really forced right away. In, in, and so they're maybe taking a little bit more time. But on the other hand, I kind of agree with Jessica that it's like, we know where this is going. Yeah. So <laughs> it's maybe um, taking a while. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's she's sometimes on this one. Yeah. On and that's fine. It's for the kids. It's for the kids. You know, what are they? They're, we're only in the fourth episode. We're getting another six after this. Uh, there's got there's some time to uh to get through it. Also, uh, you know, hey, we we heard this week or somewhat recently that this show has been renewed for a second season already. So with extended uh, episode order. Extended. Ooh. What does that mean? More episodes. More episodes. Okay. For this season. Awesome. 
No, for the second season, it'll be longer. Oh, so season two will be more than 10 episodes then? Yep. Okay, that's cool. Um, does, what, so what do you think that means, David? Do you think that we're, we got like some more like really exciting stuff to come here? Or Well, we got, uh, we got Chakotay to come. That's going to be exciting. Yeah, Captain Chakotay. Will he be a hologram, though? I think he's just going to be communicating over comms or like over the yeah, the view screen or something. Over this, maybe the spirit That'd be quest. my guess. A or maybe. Maybe. <laughs> I hope not. I certainly, certainly hope not. Hopefully they hired a real consultant this time. Uh, talk to your spirit guide uh, <laughs> or, uh, you know. We're taught that an animal guide accompanies us through life. That's how it goes, right? Maybe they'll get a better consultant, or they'll be able to try to do and yeah. do some of the not so great Jimmy parts. Retired, hopefully. Yeah, Jeremy said he heard twenty episodes for season two. That's impressive. That's awesome. That makes sense because that's pretty standard for like a cartoon, a kid's cartoon. Yeah, yeah. especially with the links. I mean, I don't really like longer seasons if it's like a mm -hmm. one-hour show, but for twenty, mm -hmm. like about twenty-three minutes, that's that's pretty. That's a good. That's length. not bad. Yeah, I would like to get more Lower Decks episodes in a season, too. Um, like 50 of them. I could, Yeah, I don't get tired of them uh, at all. And it seems like this show is would be more expensive to animate and produce than, than Lower Decks. But maybe, I don't know. I don't know enough about animation to say one way or the other. Uh, computer animation versus, like, I guess that's more traditional illustrated animation. Yeah, uh, Jeremy also got some comments here saying, most missions can be completed with a communicator, tricorder, and phaser. And don't forget the new that that vehicle they have. The um, what's the name of it that she says? Uh, it's just called the Argo. From, from it's basically the Argo from yeah, <laughs> it's exactly it. Uh, the run the run the runaway is that what it's called? Yeah, I think a little so. bit. That's a little bit on the nose. The runaway because they're all runaways. From and runabout, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, okay. So let's talk about like the whole thing on the planet too. Like this, yeah. this, this, this evil vegetation that was sort of like. Um... Whoa, whoa. Let's not let's not project evil onto this carnivorous <laughs> plant. Now, this plant is just doing what it needs to sustain itself. I, I assume. I don't know. Look at that. Look at those those eyes. That looks. You know, it felt okay, a little. Plant bit... dream, scary. <laughs> it was. Um. Yeah. I mean, it, if for non-evil, if it's just like a. A life form it certainly had the evil laugh and screamed down well <laughs> it, 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 it really felt <laughs> it really felt like the telepathic pitcher plant that was in the voyager episode that like lured you yeah. in like showing you anything all your most like your wildest dreams and then once it gets you close enough it eats you yeah i was getting crazy voyager nods from that episode this ep uh, mm. during this I don't remember yeah. that episode. It just reminded me of the, yeah, the, the as I said, the actual. Yeah, they put line. things in your mind and stuff, and the Herogen were hunting them. Yeah, the Herogen were hunting that too. The pitcher plant. Uh, or at yeah, least one Herogen was, or that old guy was. Uh, was he a Herogen? Like the one who eventually is obsessed with it? Um, okay, maybe I'm confusing two episodes. Yeah. Now. Jeremy's like saying, why are you name dropping Herogen and then not showing us Herogen? It's a two parter. Two parter. To be to, to be com, com, concluded, um, or you know, it was yeah, interesting. I also, see some Herogen too. <laughs> They're in the system, though. So, yeah. Like, what did the... you take, Jessica, from 
like they were all kind of shown what they like all the the characters on the away mission, which were you know Zero, Jankum, uh, Dal, and and Rock Talk. They were all kind of shown like whatever they want, I guess, whatever yeah. they they craved. And like, so, like the what is that mirror in Harry Potter where you get to see your you know your most the thing that you desire most? Um, and, and then Dal is definitely the Harry Potter there. He just wants to meet his parents and see what they look like, which is sad. Uh, they got tails coming out of their heads, just like him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, he was immediately suspicious like he didn't really believe it for very long so <laughs> you can see how cynical he was i thought t- rock talk was the saddest one because all she wants is friends and like how the look of her face when they when she woke up and realized they weren't real like was so <laughs> just wanted to give so her sad, a hug. <laughs> was so sad she just wants them she just wants a friend oh so rock so talk sad. is like a really like yeah you're like just get this get Get her something fun. Get that kid a toy. This is extra sad since you told us it's actually like a nine-year-old girl doing the voice. And you're just like, oh, sweetie. (laughs) Like, as a mom, I'm just like, you come here. I'll I'll take care of you. Come here, you big rock monster, you. (laughs) I like Jenkin Pog was just so big. All he wants is food. (laughs) He's He's a pig guy. He's a pig creature. He could have been doing that on Voyager for real. Like. He could have just been ordering nonstop stew or whatever. Um, the Ola roots. Yeah. So what I did notice something when in his little uh, fantasy though, because he mentioned that it smelled just like the stew on the Tellar sleeping ship, sleeper oh. ship, which kind of a clue maybe to his origins. Uh, did he come mm. on a sleeper ship? He doesn't know what the Federation is, right? Mm. So um, what does is is maybe Jankum much older than he appears uh like chronologically speaking maybe he was one of the first ships to leave his planet long time ago on like some kind of a cryo ship sleeper ship you know like an alien or something and he was later found in another part of the galaxy and he ended up in uh in in the the prison camp or whatever uh Mm -hmm. somehow so i i'm kind of curious to see what more there is to that but there was kind of a little hint there um and then who are we good analysis Zero just found like the warp core in the middle of the planet. Yeah, I didn't understand that. I, I was curious as to because he said it was the sh- the warp core from the protostar, right? Yeah, they're like, what? She, so, is zero, zero's why is yeah. this here? At first, I thought oh, it was like a weird, wonky time planet when he found that because I thought, oh, it's just, like they've been like the time's weird and like the, the, this is showing them their future but yeah i didn't really quite understand what it was that zero was interested in just a mystery maybe or, yeah mystery maybe i guess so um another yeah. warp core <laughs> another, another warp ship? core the ship already has two <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I didn't really understand right what but this the fire was this episode moves pretty quickly, and there's, you know, uh, you know here's, a, here's a great image of Rock Talk with her little, um, her fun toy thing or whatever. Uh, she, you know, her little buddy. I, I, I really like, too, like the new design on like these tricorders and the, the even the phasers look, like, look different. They look like iPhones <laughs> from the back, yeah. anyway. Oh, yeah. They're like kind of like tablet devices or whatever. And they, so, like, I think like the, the, the wonky time planet. And they did leave Murphy in... like, oh, I know those. I know what a tricorder is. <laughs> Mummy has a tricorder and Daddy has a tricorder. And they look at them all the time. Yeah. They must they, be they scientists. They're addicted to those tricorders. They are. 
Uh, and they did leave Murph with the ship. So is Murph security? Maybe. Um, <laughs> there you go. Uh, where so then like Murph's once everything the starts. Engineer. No, that's Yankum, I guess. You know, like it's 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 uh because just back to the whole thing with Zero. Zero is like the the whole mystery there, and then you know uh, it's it's Dallas like we got to get out of here, and he's like, but it's wondrous. This 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 planet is such a mystery. And Tells is like, yeah, yeah, but it's trying to eat us. Yeah. I yeah, guess he's wonderful. non-corporeal, or they are non-corporeal, so I guess they can't really be eaten, right? So no, their suit could be. I suppose. Yeah, maybe. but then that would make that much of a difference to them, right? So. Oh, the, but then the Medusin would be exposed, and then it would kill everyone. Them. Would go crazy. Yeah. Everyone would go crazy if they saw zero for real so kind of a kind of a thing uh i like it when jankum gets picked up too and jank is like why was jacob rescued last <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what was that about <laughs> well, it the classic he's a good character designs. i like him i do he's always good i like i like how they're kind of you know really coming together and back on the um on the protostar you know uh gwindala uh as you know she's trying to get away but there's something holding the ship down as you know we find out i uh, got a little quick image here you can see like totally non-evil roots totally not evil and rhizomes yeah but she was totally gonna like leave them behind but you know i guess she's got no loyalty to them she's got to get back to the diviner and to dreadnought with, his ship. And with the ship his ship he needs it for something his ship. we don't know what he wants with this ship, I'm still confused about. But uh, what what's so what's well, so significant for it? But uh, what, you know, that's two big. warp cores, two warp cores, and uh, <laughs> like a Land Rover, like a, like 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 the Argo, I guess. I what if he's just a Janeway super fan and he knows there's a Janeway hologram on it? Maybe. I'm uh, guessing it's something to do with infiltrating the Federation because it's their ship, so he would be able to get into areas undetected or something. Ooh, I like that theory. Yeah, he's got some plan to invade the Federation. He's even more divinely evil than we maybe considered. Yeah, and so she, uh, her vision is her father, you know, coming to her, um, you know, and saying, I'm proud of you. And she's like, well, how'd you get here so fast? And how? why are you outside of your your fish tank or whatever you live in? Um, my, so progeny. Got, my progeny. My <laughs> progeny. I'm coming for you. Uh, so I wonder creepy. if it, I guess we would have known about them. I was just wondering if their species actually did join the Federation and he was like not for it, and that's why he says they're the last of their kind, but it's really that he just hates that they joined the Federation and he wants to destroy it because he doesn't agree Ooh. with it. Well, that's a theory that's too. Mm. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I'm curious to see what uh the the diviner has like a real name, right? Like I, I that escapes me right now. Uh it's just was well, the diviner. Snoke, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. One of the four clones. Uh, yeah. Darth Sidious, uh, diviner. He's waiting for the Emperor to come back out of nowhere, just <laughs> on a Fortnite announcement, and then shove it into the end of the season. <laughs> I thought there was a name. I actually, I'm looking it up, and I can't even find it. So, but yeah, I don't the... remember another one. It's fine. You the were calling him, him the inheritor for a while. The inheritor. <laughs> we need more tellerites. Yeah. Maybe his name is is his name a rod? The diviner rod. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Always find water. 
<laughs> well, we got some more. We got some more John Noble in this. Either way, even if it wasn't really him, um, and so that was good. And then I liked her sort of pulling away from that. And then uh, the Janeway hologram, who's you know fully been reprogrammed by her by this point, she's like, "You need to get the hell out of here. Like, you know, you're gonna die if you stay on this ship." Uh, and so she kind of uh, gets out and um, saves Murph. There's kind of we see the humanity in um, or the whatever species she is uh the compassion for miss gwyn as we see yeah. her here at the very end um uh, you know kind of what is this look on her face you think like when they when she does ashamed. run i think she's ashamed of herself shame yeah shame for trying to escape shame for saving Murph. everything she's still feeling shame for having them imprisoned and not doing anything to help them in the first place right like is she really is she questioning her loyalty to the diviner at this point because I, she, I, she didn't trust him like like it took her the least amount of time to see through the the uh the poly whatever the illusion because like he was being too nice <laughs> so yeah oh, i'm proud of you i just wanted to see you You're like you're not my dad <laughs> yeah my dad is a dick and he yeah. would not say these things so yeah. come on yeah um and then and then we get this cliffhanger and then the episode is over so um there's not like it not a lot happens but i, I i'm okay with that because it's it's it is an interesting story and it kind of leaves uh mm. at a place where i'm like okay we know that dreadnought and the diviner are like on their way and they're already kind of stuck on this planet that's trying to eat them. And maybe there's a moment here where the six of them, uh, including Murph and Gwyn, Janeway hologram maybe out of the picture temporarily, um, have to come together here to survive or whatever. So I am kind of curious to see where this leaves off or where this leads to next. But, you know, of these these three episodes, which is technically four episodes that we've watched, this has been one of my favorites for sure. Like I'm really starting to feel a certain attachment to this crew and to what they're doing, even though it's like, it's, it's definitely aimed at kids. It's definitely um, not like the most, what am I looking for? Like epic Star Trek show ever or whatever. But a lot of Star Trek isn't anyway. Like we do. The, one of the things I love about doing the rewatches of like the old shows is just going like, most of them are just kind of episodic. Most of the time, nothing really happens anyway. And like, uh, and it's, there was sort of like, when, when compared to maybe like when Dis Discovery came along, especially early on in the first couple seasons where they're like, every episode's a cliffhanger. Every episode's like lost. Every episode's like something huge had to happen. We have to name drop Spock or whatever. And, uh, you know, and sometimes it's just like, it's okay to have smaller stories or some more contained stories or uh, things like that. So I am, really enjoying where this is heading although there's a kind of this bigger threat of the villain and coming to get them and kind of tearing it all down uh sorry i've been do talking for a while Jamie's, do you think they retrieve her memory files or do you think that's it we just get rebooted janeway from here on out well it's, it's i guess it's gonna depend yeah i think it will that uh <laughs> spock's brain is a great episode uh I like I like it more than most of the original series episodes. I'm kind of standing alone in that panel <laughs> with that, but it's it's a fun episode. Brain, brain, what is brain? Um, and, <laughs> uh, it's, it, it gets uh, it gets a lot of 
flack, but um, it's not that. Uh, sorry, Davin, you were saying. About... I was just saying, do you think they'll retrieve Janeway's memory files? Or do you think it'll just be the rebooted version and they all have to meet again and try to figure her out again and she has to figure them out? I hope not. I would like more. Mm. I would like her to like not like I, I didn't really like that when they did it with the doctor in Voyager um, because he, like he loses his memories or he gets like kind of like a complete hard boot in like season mm. two. They never really address it in the show. It's just like, yeah, like the first season kind of didn't happen for him. And first season and, and a half. Unless Janeway, Janeway was playing her. Just going along with it to try and get her off the ship. To make sure the ship wouldn't leave without the rest of them. Oh, you think this is a ruse from this reprogram? We get right. Maybe I don't know. Cause how? I don't know how. Like the ship can't be destroyed, obviously. So, so it's no, gotta we be need okay. this ship. We need this ship. Um, and we just yeah, magically like... found out that that Gwen can actually drive. She knows actually how everything works, unlike the rest of them. So she seems to actually know what's going on. Right. Yeah. We didn't touch on that because there was this whole thing where she's like, this is why my father taught me all of these languages and how to do all these things because he wanted me to run this ship or she kind of she kind of connects some dots there that I'm like, is that it maybe is what he wants you to do. But I don't know. We really understand what his motives are. completely. Oh, you know, you know what? That that plays into your whole um, infiltrating Starfleet with the ship idea or infiltrating the Federation. Because if she knows all these languages, she'd be the perfect kind of agent to do that. Maybe his whole plan was to send Gwyn as his spy into the Federation on the Protostar or something. Yeah. I wonder if it's also a way to, like, if he, because, I mean, they know how many people the ship takes to staff. And if they do that, they'd have to use the unwanted. And if they disable the translators, then she'd be the only one that actually gets to talk to anybody. Like, nobody else could talk to one another. So maybe that's why she needs to know all the languages. Yeah, maybe. Like, <laughs> like I think that the, like it's not Enterprise after all. Yeah, um, I, I, just I am another kind of, Enterprise. Enterprise, we tricked you, Janeway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and uh, it's. I'm kind of. I, I am curious about the mystery. Like the mystery of the diviner is starting to really like. What is his deal? What is going on with him? Why is he? What's his master? He's, it's obviously bad, but what? It's um, just a ton of mysteries in this show. The Protostar is a mystery. Jank and Pog's a mystery. I mean, they're all mysteries. Yeah. So we're going to learn about them. To see them all uncovered. Like yeah. onions. They're like all onions. We're peeling away the layers. Yeah. One by one. And we're going to cry, too, just like onions. <laughs> they're not, not a parfait? parfait. <laughs> no, well, I guess it could be a parfait. Everybody likes yeah. parfaits. Parfaits, a Sunday with a chocolate on the bottom, maybe. I don't know. It's, it's, uh, there are a couple of things. Um, I just, uh, so we talked about the plot. Um, and the only piece of trivia I could find for fun facts is that this is the first episode to feature a captain's log. Um, it's also the first, first episode, also with tricorders and away missions. Way missions. And there's a lot of firsts here. It but was yes. definitely the most like, Star Trek episode so far, like in terms of the kind of usual format, like land on a planet. What's the mystery? Oh man, it's trying to kill us. Yeah, Felt like a TNG and... episode crossed with a Voyager episode. Yeah, <laughs> it was like yeah. 
pretty much. <laughs> um, I thought it, it worked. It worked. It's it's the right thing for them to do at this point in the show, and so I was good with it. Uh, let's see how much we liked it. Like maybe we go to some ratings here and uh, and and uh, put some something on the episode. So um, I, I, I well, since I liked. I like Starstruck eight and a half, huh? I'm gonna give this a nine. Uh, I think this was a solid Star Trek episode in any show. Davin? Yep, I'll give it a, a nine as well. Yeah, I'm going with nine. I think what you're saying with this show is like, uh, like, I mean, it's for kids, but I think it keeps your interest because it's so short. Like, there's not. They don't have time for filler. They don't have time to like bog you down with stuff. They really have to be like, go, go, go. And I appreciate that they have action. And like, like this one was a perfect example. Like there's a plot and there's something going on with the planet, but interspersed there, you get little hints of who everybody is. And like this, what, like with this planet, we got to see a little bit of what they want and who they are and the dynamics of the crew. They're still not together. They're still not functioning. And they're resolving that whole thing with Gwen. I'm assuming next episode, probably that'll come to a head and then, so, like, I like that there's, like, a plot for the episode, but then the overarching, like, we still get to learn a little bit more each time about each character. So I think they're doing a really good job of that with, like, only a 23-minute runtime. That's, like, really impressive. Yeah, no, I... And, uh, with, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, I really, like... I'm really enjoying kind of watching it through the lenses of a child, sort of. Um, or, like... Not so much that. More like from the reverse angle. I kind of like how they're presenting Star Trek to children in this show. In those scenes where they they really feel like an introduction to things, like the the tricorder scene, just felt like, all right, kids, let's talk about tricorders. And like, (laughs) but I really like that. So yeah. I'm really enjoying all those kind of broken down. They're they're set on stun in case you point them at yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I like to, I didn't notice what you pointed it out, Dave, but I was like, oh, yeah, they're explaining what an away mission is, like, or what the purpose of, a, like, a, a deep space, yeah. like, Star Trek mission is. Why are they out there? Why are they doing this? Because they're What's the to, point like, of all this? Because like, I th- when you think about, like, Star Wars, it's about war and battles, and Star Trek's about kind of self-explanatory, but it's almost kind of not, because what does Trek really mean? And it really means to go out and explore and expand your mind and knowledge and everything else. Um, would we, again, I think this is the, like, I, I like to kind of like say, if, is there like sort of a main character that was featured here? But I don't really think it was. Again, it's like kind of the whole group of them. Yeah. It's not good. like, not like maybe in like a TNG or a Voyager model or, like, you know, any of them where they would just be like, this is like a, a Cisco episode or this is like a Wharf episode or whatever. Um, okay. So again, like they, they are a little bit quiet with the, what the episode names are from week to week. Um, we don't know what the next one is, but this this one we watched tonight was written by Lisa Schultz Boyd, who previously wrote for something called Black Sails. I'm not f- super familiar with that. And it also had like a new director uh, or new group. Oh, that's a pirate show on Netflix. I watched a couple episodes of Black Sails. A pirate ship or a pirate yeah. episode, you say? Yeah, pretty sure. Here on the East Coast, we're obligated to watch all the pirate shows. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you, you know, down by Mater's Cove there, uh, Davin, we got the... Da- um, Piracy still, you know, running amok down there, Mater's Cove, I hear. So. Yeah, it's right by where they, they're looking for that gold for... What's that show called on, on the History Channel? Or oh, whatever? don't get uh, me started on that. But, uh, <laughs> they've, they've been looking for spot. that. 
Yeah, that uh, that buried yeah, treasure. Oak Island treasure. Yeah, yeah. Oak Island. They hit the the, the legend of Oak Island yeah. or whatever. Yeah, Jeff loves that show. Um, <laughs> and he's like, it's right by Mater's Cove, Dave. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> I'll tell you one thing. If that if that uh, treasure was still on Oak Island, I wouldn't have all these nice posters. But you behind me here. So. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I, I beat get, you yeah. to it, Discovery Channel. I'm just impressed they, can, they can have a show go for that long where they haven't really found anything, uh, but they yeah, have found it. And all those ghost shows where like they do nothing, and literally every time they hear a noise, they just have a shaky camera, and those go on for seasons and seasons and seasons. Yeah. So it's basically yeah. that they go out and throw a coin, and they're like, "Look what I found! This coin <laughs> that I got at the antique store last week." <laughs> Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Could it be that this was left by pirates centuries ago? Maybe. It's like this is Nova Scotia, probably. Yeah. <laughs> probably had a pirate's fingerprint on it at some point. What? Well, we got a graph <laughs> to show you. Okay. Well, yeah. I think we've we, oh. we said everything we can. Oh, I, I noticed something. Maybe you guys noticed this already for the opening. Maybe because I just wasn't paying attention, but I didn't realize like all I was not like just kind of toning out the sh the shapes of what the ship was flying through. But it's all the characters' faces and bodies. Yeah. Did you guys notice that? <laughs> yeah. uh, yes. So yeah, Jamil pointed that out to me uh, oh, okay. because when. I remember we I watched it with Jeff. I remember we watched like the intro, and it was before they like added the names to it. So it's really just like this like instrumental and the ship kind of flying through. And uh, and Jamil pointed that out. Yeah, um, uh, I didn't catch it because Rock Talk looks like a planet. So and then I was like, oh, wait, that's Rock Talk. I thought it was just a canyon. And I was yeah. like, why are they riding on these like metal thing? Because I only noticed um, Gwen's face. I, that one was really obvious, but the that's, rest yeah. of it was kind of very distinct. And the Janeway there. one. That was I'm just slow, slow on the pick up there. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, no, no, it's kind of it's it's a neat like it's even like I get a little bit excited now when like the intro starts like when I threw on the episode and I was like oh yeah dun, dun, boom, whatever. <laughs> um, that was Voyager. <laughs> oh, I, I yeah. honestly couldn't tell you the tune off the top of my head right now. I don't I don't think I could. It's got drums. I don't know if I could. I don't know if I could really sing it. Maybe I maybe I think it's do 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 do. But it's not actually. Um, <laughs> I was like, wait, no. Yeah, Jeremy said that Star Trek's about enterprising and intrepid people go forth to discover new things, and they voyage too. Don't forget that. Um, and they defy. They discover things. deep space. And they nine nine ways. times. <laughs> did you guys ever watch community i always oh, yeah. think of the the donald glover was going like why is it called star trek you guys never go to a star like not even once <laughs> i go to stars all the time donald glover you're wrong donald glover <laughs> i never I'll wanted to meet lavar burden i just wanted an autographed picture <laughs> <laughs> you can't disappoint a picture <laughs> yeah <laughs> Okay. Well, uh, I'm, I'm going to plug a few other things we do here, uh, including, uh, well, we got to plug Davin's podcast, of course. We got Luke, over at Locutors of Trek, Davin. Uh, yeah, Locutors of Trek. How's that going? How, you just released a new uh, show? Yeah, well, the Relationships episode has only been up there for a couple of days. That's a fun one. And uh, we've got some good segments coming up on our on-screen brand here on youtube we got uh, the writer's room coming up where we're gonna yes i'm gonna be uh, participating in yeah. that yes yes the first one's gonna drop here very soon and then we, uh we have a special klingon host Ooh. stopping by pretty soon for the geek tal challenge tal yes brutal in all forms klingon so should be good <laughs> 
right, Worf. And our next uh, main episode will be on the medicine of Star Trek. Because hyposprays are real now, Dave. Did you know this? Uh, if, no, I didn't know they were. They had actually uh, done it. But you know, considering people are so afraid of needles, they won't get vaccinated in some cases. I think it's a it's a good move. It's a good, you know technological leap forward. When are we getting yeah, those we, pills that regrows livers? We have hyposprays now. Yeah. Uh, when do we get the doctor gave me a pill and I grew a new Dialysis. kidney? <laughs> oh, that's what I see. A new kidney. When's yeah. that coming? Where are we? The dark ages? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dialysis. Endoscopic treatments are not uh, tellied in these in these cases at all. He just looks around so disgusted at everybody. He's like, my God. <laughs> <laughs> How are any of you alive? Uh, yeah. Also... I just got to plug all the other stuff we do here on Live Long and Podcast. Monday night, next Monday, well, we've been doing, uh, we were talking about every episode of Star Trek, the original series. We've been doing it for well over a year, uh, featuring my dad, Ted. Called, we called them Ted Treks. Uh, you can find them in our playlists on YouTube and Facebook or in our audio feeds. Uh, and we are finishing it up. This Monday will be the 79th episode. We watch them all not in order. Um, and uh, that will, we, check it out next Monday. We, the, the episode we're finishing with is called All Our Yesterdays. Uh, which is an episode where uh, there's like a library, like basically like Spock and Kirk and McCoy go back in time through like this library thing on like a planet's about to die because uh, all the planet's inhabitants basically choose to uh, survive the extinction of their solar system by just going back in time and living in the past. And so that's kind of what happens to them. Um, it, you know, like Spock ends up in like, like caveman times and, like they all kind of do different things, but they eventually get out. Don't worry, it, it works out. Um, so we're, that will be our wonky, final episode. Wonky time planet. See, wonky time planet. Wonky <laughs> librarians. Uh, it's all we're going to break it all down. Find and wrapping that up. We do that over. Uh, we do that with my dad. We do that with uh, Ashley Millard. Often sits in. Jody Simpson's been with us since the beginning. Adam Woodward came along very early on in those podcasts. My brother used to be more involved in them. Uh, so, and we've had a whole bunch of people. So it's kind of a celebration coming up Monday as we wrap up the original series podcast, which will eventually be replaced by an Enterprise podcast um, that uh, Jody is going to lead because he's trying to convince me Enterprise is good, uh, and Kevin <laughs> and others. So yeah, Enterprise is good. Well. We're going to find out. And uh, <laughs> uh, I'm, a, you know, you're, you, you know, change my mind. Yeah, I'll be that guy with the coffee cup and the table. Um, and throw six or seven interesting characters onto Enterprise and you would love it. Yeah. If they made like if they had a good cast and writers and all these other things, it might be great. But maybe I, maybe I was too harsh. I, I haven't really watched it a lot since like the, you know, the 2000s when it was first running. Um, haven't really gone back to rewatch it very much over the years. So I am I am interested and excited to get into yeah. that. Well, the episode I oh, watched one was thing. The one we did for the uh, radio theater podcast. Yeah. Was that Dattman? If you actually skip the opening theme every episode you will enjoy them more i swear that's a real thing i've tried it you it's just been just, a long don't put that yeah it actually puts it doesn't put you in the right mood for the for star trek you just gotta fast forward you, or you know you're, you're skipping you through on that YouTube. if you go on youtube i bet you someone's written a, a traditional track theme for it like that just sounds something like a fan would do well, yeah, the, 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 the credits, the credits music is kind of what they were was supposed to be their theme music, and I love the the the, the music they use in the credits. Like to me, that's the true theme of the show. Um, you know, it's it's purely instrumental. But the the intro, the Rod's, it's not Rod Stewart, but it sounds like Rod Stewart. Um, it's, no, it's uh, um, um, 
whoever it is. Oh, it's a it's a it's a Diane King or song or whatever Diane Warren. Or... Diane Warwick? No, no. <laughs> That's what friends are. Sung by from. Russell Watson. That's who sings it. At least it oh, makes yeah. sense that they're listening to like our a little more than our like current day pop music because when they did the movies for um, the Calvin timeline and Kirk was like driving his car to like a song from the 1970s and i was like that would be me like rocking down the highway to like beethoven or something <laughs> like it's classical music oh, the, like, the beastie boys it was the beastie boys it was sabotage oh, that's what it was it was like like who's listening to You're making like, me feel old by saying that's from the 70s but that's... <laughs> <laughs> we're, like, we're all born around the same time or this, uh, yeah. in a couple of years of each other but yeah um yeah, so it's yes, it was. It, he goes, "Is this classical music?" I think it's in like Star Trek Beyond that they riff on that song again, yeah. much, much yeah. to maybe the the. Uh, it's a bit cringy in some ways because it was just like you guys already did sabotage, do a new song, but yeah, but it's a um, motorbike this time. It's a motorbike, not a car, so it's different. Yeah, and it has no spokes. That's futuristic. Um, and then uh, and then we also, on Tuesdays, we continue our, our quest to watch every episode of Star Trek D Space Nine in order. We uh, we just watched... Uh, we're in the fourth season now of D Space Nine. Um, and uh, we just watched an episode called A Session, which was kind of about this fake emissary showing up and Cisco kicking him to the curb. And then, uh, and then next week's episode is called Rules of Engagement, which is one of my all-time favorite episodes of D Space Nine, where Worf goes on trial for uh, maybe being a war criminal uh, and blowing up some, some Klingon civilians. Maybe, maybe not. We have to get to the bottom of it. What's that? Is that like That's the, that, yeah, it's, it's called the Acorum. It's named after the guy from a session. I can't believe anyone's got a model of a Bajoran ship. Like, they are like, <laughs> that's amazing. I have... I have four different ones. <laughs> what? Okay, you put my collection <laughs> and to shame. And I have some fighters. I get some good stuff. My collection is not like I don't have. I have like a. I have like the main. I have like Enterprise, and I got like you know Voyager and like the big ones. But uh, tune into Star have... Trek Heroclix battles on my YouTube channel. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be like the Hero. We we, we got to get that going. Um, and then, is. of course, we've been talking about Star Trek uh, Prodigy here on Thursdays. Uh, starting next week, we're going to be, be doing double. I'll be doing double duty as I will be talking about Star Trek uh, Discovery. Um, uh, it looks like I'll be doing that with Adam Woodward at least for a couple of weeks. Uh, although Michael says he, uh, Michael Chan, uh, Jessica's uh, better better half there, will be um, coming in to join us uh, for maybe. Uh, later on, I believe we were kind of talking about that earlier tonight. That he's uh, he's got, he's got some work late for a bit, but we will uh, be getting into that uh, starting uh, from a week from now. So this podcast, hope well, maybe like I'm hoping maybe we can start even around uh, a little bit earlier on Thursdays just to get that going. Um, but you know, all flexible, of course, and uh, and then also so doing those, and then in on November 27th, we're going to be doing our next installment of Star Trek Radio Theater, which we haven't done in many months. I can't remember exactly. I think it was the summer was like the was I the last time yeah. last time we did it. But uh, check this out. We are bringing it in. Uh, we got uh, Jessica's going to be playing. We're doing Star Trek Lower Decks. Uh, we're going to be doing uh, the, the the episode known as Wejduj, uh, which means three ships. Um, I know, I Jessica. I don't think you've even seen the season. No, yet, I'm right? excited to play Mariner and the Doctor. <laughs> those are you're, you're really Mar yeah, you those are great fun. roles. Yeah, <laughs> like, got Daphne here is going to be playing Boimler. You just been uh, you've been boimed. 
You've been boing. <laughs> um, we got Jamil in it. We got every, we're, we got the whole cast, and we got some great, uh, great, great parts here. This is uh, going to be a. It's only like a twenty-two minute episode, so we're probably going to rip through it in no time. But it's going to be uh, very memorable because it was. It's probably my all-time favorite episode of Lower Decks, and so uh, kind of, and it has so many great characters in it that I think it's going to be a ton of fun for us to uh, to get into. I'm, so I'm so happy that Jamil is Keishon. <laughs> <laughs> Say, I've watched okay. this episode since you told me I'm Boimler. This is going to be interesting. I got to do a lot of things. I got to fall off a cliff and scream for a ton of different reasons in this episode. <laughs> There's a lot of weird Boimler stuff. That's fine. It's going to be fun. Yeah, you only yeah. have the one voice to worry about, so you don't. Have you only got the one voice. Yeah. I got. I I got to do well, uh, red alarm. Oh yeah, and you're doing like the packlet computer and different red things, alarm. So. There, there's a couple of roles that aren't actually shown on the poster because I couldn't, I just couldn't fit them all. But there's a like Michael has a couple extra characters that aren't shown here and uh, and and whatnot. So it's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of fun. I can't wait to do it. And then in December we're gonna be doing a bigger um, uh, episode in Star Trek: First Contact. We're gonna be doing the movie, uh, which you know will that will, will be a lot of fun just to do those next gen characters uh, along with uh, Zephyr and Cochran and Lily. I gotta take a leak. I gotta take. I know. I'm not detecting any leak. 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 Sorry, I was thinking of stuff, right. and I, I was watching another show. Oh no, I was watching a movie, a sci-fi movie, a horror movie, and someone said those are coolant leak, and all I could think of was Jeff. Jeff, <laughs> coolant leak. Coolant That's kind of like where Star Trek Radio Theater started. We started just <laughs> doing a read one night, and Jeff did a Jordy LaForge impression, and we liked it so much that. <laughs> We kept going. So uh, there aren't enough the... good Jordy impressions out there, so that's a special skill. Yeah, he was just like, "You gotta say, Commander Riker, we got a coolant leak down here, the warp core." You know, that's kind of <laughs> yeah, the, that's good. The, the key to doing Jordy LaForge. Um, so they, and they all have, have to roll their... under the door. He always waits for the last second and rolls under the door before. Yeah, but kind of like in this working. weird, like not in a very fun actiony way. It's kind of like no. Yeah. Um, also check out our, our two other channels that we have as part of our podcasting network one's called uh, Trivial Debates it's a monthly show where we argue about movie TV sports in kind of a game show format we do that the last Sunday of every month uh, we just did uh, a Halloween themed episode a couple of weeks ago I was hosting that one and then we'll be doing another one November 28th I guess I have to I haven't even started really putting that together but we will be doing that the day, I guess it's the day after the radio theater so uh, it's going mm -hmm. to be um uh, a busy weekend for for us, uh, for me at least. And um, I won't be. I don't think I'll be competing or uh, judging, and I'll just produce it. And then um, uh, Super Mater Brothers Podcasting is our our channel where we talk about stuff that's not really Star Trek related. We just did a review of Eternals uh, on Sunday. We talked about that the newest movie in the Marvel. Uh, franchise we've been talking about all the new marvel properties starting with uh wandavision as of 2021 uh continue to uh review those so check that podcast out if you're interested to hear what we have to say plus we do reality shows like big brother and we've been talking about survivor season 41 for the last seven or eight weeks now uh, i do that every wednesday night uh, uh with jameel and uh, and jeff uh talking about that that's a really fun one just uh if you're a survivor fan you might want to check out our our, our our takes on that plus other shows we've talked about so, whew, it's a lot of podcasting. It's a big network. It's a big network, you know. Big powerful and, uh, network. And then my wife was like, I think you need to stop burning the candle at both ends, you know. So <laughs> maybe you're right there, you know. So um, she might have a point. Uh, but it's a labor of love. <laughs> <laughs>
So anyway, expanded universe. A candle burning at both ends <laughs> burns brightest. Yes. <laughs> well said. Is that a Thanks. quote? <laughs> it is now. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and on that note, um, we are going to sign off tonight. Uh, maybe we'll play a clip um, maybe from tonight's episode. Uh, yes. We'll go with that with some hologram Janeway. How about that? Uh, thank you, Davin. Thank you, Jessica. And I uh, look forward to talking about the next one with you. Have a great night. Live long and podcast. Our senses have discovered this uncharted M-class planet in the Herogen system. We should check it out. Yeah. Oh, thank you.